We're glad you're here with us today to worship. I uh, just want to say thank you for all the prayers. Uh, Kathy is doing well, and we'll talk a little bit more about that during our prayer time, but thank you again. A um, few announcements. Um, our daily breads are in. Uh, if you didn't know that, they, they came a little late last week, but they're here and they're out on the table. Uh, Reserve the date, uh, Sunday, September 12th. We're doing or hosting a potluck picnic uh, at 4 o'clock on the lawn, so please join us. Um, This is the last day for our Step Out and Service uh, project for the Palmyra Middle School, so please, uh, if you have any of those items, they're due today, so... Uh, keep that in mind. Some really incredible news uh, for those. Uh, we want a big thank you to those who helped with the hurdles to housing. Um, the fundraiser for LCCM. We received one thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars from thirteen supporters from our church, and so that's just awesome. Really awesome. And the amount they raised was over nine, well, close to 10,000. So awesome, awesome job. So thank you to everyone. All of our schedules uh, for this week are pretty much uh, in place. Um, So Tuesday um, and Wednesday, uh, I'll be back in the office uh, hiding from Kathy as she's giving me order. I mean, it'll be great to take care of her. So, I, just, I, I, I don't like to brag. Actually, I do. Uh, I've emptied the dishwasher twice now since she's been gone. My, my son and daughter-in-law are here and taking care. And, um, Gloria, there's something called a washing machine. I'm not sure how that operates. So, if you could... Okay, good. Thank you. Anyway, it's it's just really good that she's improving, and so uh, through all of this, God is really good. In all of this, God is good, and so uh, the one last uh, thing: all of the people who had um, filled out the directory, we have a proof. Is it at this table or the? Okay. Yeah, just. Yeah, and um, and if you make a correction and she can't read it, she will call you to say what was it 
on there. So um, anyway, any other announcements today? Oh, yes, sir. Well, you guys have been in in our prayers, so uh, and and when we come to the prayer time, we're gonna do some praises, uh, and it's 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 those things that we need to be praying uh, and praising God for. So at this time, if you'll stand for our call to worship, this is from our our the scripture that we're going over, uh, or one of them. This is from the book of Jude, verse 25. All glory to him who alone is God, our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are his before all time. And in the presence and beyond all time. Amen.
Amen. Thank you to our praise team for that, uh, especially the little change-up that you guys had today, so awesome. Um, Rich, good job. I'm just saying you did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, you're already ner- Well, you're done playing now. You don't have nothing to be nervous about. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm there for you. So, um, as we come to this time of prayer and praises, um, let me just, um, I just want to thank you again for reaching out to me and to Kathy, and um, the chest tubes have come out of Kathy, and so this morning she was excited because she said, hey, I'm going to get home, I get to go home today, and then they came back in and they said, no, your numbers don't look good, you're going to have to stay in probably till Tuesday, and then just before I came into worship, she's like, the doctor says I can go home this afternoon. So uh, with that, I said, well, I'll drop you off with Bill, and you can sit out there on the porch. So Gloria, I, I'll pick her up four or five weeks. Okay. No, I'm, actually, this has been, the, the greatest thing has been the joy of waiting on my wife uh, in the hospital uh, because she has done that so many times. And the, just the joy of doing that. Uh, it was funny because I, I would always leave dishes, like breakfast dishes or what, in the sink, and I'll get them later. Before I went to the hospital, I would go ahead and clean up because I kind of knew she was there, and, and so it, she, it was just pleasing uh, to her. And so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, having her home. And uh, for those who have asked about meals, uh, right now uh, we're good. My daughter-in-law spent all last week cooking, uh, and so our freezer is full. Uh, but don't worry, um, we will let you know if we need uh, anything. So thank you again for your prayers. Uh, any other... Well, Thelma, we, we have a praise because you, your, the things on your pancreas... Uh, hold on, here comes the mic. She's on the other side. Okay. Um, the doctors looked at it. They did not biopsy it. Uh, the reason being they did not want to disturb what they saw on the pancreas. Uh, they feel that it's precancerous and not cancerous yet. And given the time I have left in life, they're not going to touch it. And that suits me. I will have an MRI every year, and they will see uh, any changes, and if they must do anything at that point. So I praise God beyond belief. And uh, the church family, I don't know what people do without a church family. Um, you've been wonderful. And uh, I just praise God over and over. Now the kidney will be coming up. I'm not sure when. Um, (laughs) We'll just have to wait and see. Well, we'll keep both of you in prayer. And uh, uh, but you know, when we get the good news, we have to praise God. You bet. So absolutely. Um, 
Let me just share a couple before we, we move on. Um, want to pray for Ron and Jean uh, for some ailments going on. But we heard today that we trust in the Lord with all the ailments that may go on. It's, it's what's on the inside that God is saying, hey, I've got you. So we're praying for that. Uh, we want to keep in mind those uh, in the path of Hurricane Ida uh, as it's getting stronger. So we'll pray for them. We also want to pray uh, for the 13 soldiers that were killed for their praying for their families. Um, so the men and women that lost their lives, um, we are praying praying for um, comfort, which is uh, sometimes hard. Uh, we pray for those who are uh, Americans uh, and those who have helped American forces in Afghanistan. We want to continue to pray for um, safety for them and to be able to, to leave the country. Uh, we want to pray for Matt Dove today. Uh, Matt has COVID, and we also want to lift up Shannon, who's running a fever, because Shannon has a lot of uh, health problems, and so that's her husband, uh, her, that's his wife, yes. Okay, so anyway, pray. we want to pray for both Matt and Shannon. Uh, also pray for my nephew, Gene, who's down in uh, Thomasville. He has COVID uh, pneumonia, and so he's on a ventilator, and so... Uh, we're praying for healing for him. Any other prayer concerns, praises uh, sh- uh, for Sharon and her father? Uh, her father's on hospice care. Uh, and so praying for, for peace uh, for that. Uh, yes. Is that on? Yeah. Okay. A prayer and a praise. Um, we went back to school this past week on Thursday, and a lot of schools are starting to return, or they did, or this week. Um, it, it was wonderful to be back in the classroom, but there's still a lot of unknowns, and it hit me on, I guess it was Thursday, that my kiddos have never experienced school without a pandemic, so the ever-changing, I'm first grade, so um, just with everything changing, you could kind of see the anxiety, there's a lot of stuff going on, so just you know, pray for the teachers, the staff, and um, just everybody involved. My kindergartner, James, did really well, but was shocked to hear that he had a return this week. So pray for his teachers. <laughs> he was kind of like, I'm done. I'm ready to go to your class next summer. Let's go to the beach. So we're just really thankful we're in a great spot. But yeah, just pray for the teachers and the schools. Yeah, I, I saw where a, a child had gone to school the first day and was like, well, that was good, I'm done. Yeah, and, like, and it's kind of like, well, you've got like 12 years of this, so yeah. at least, so... He was like, it's great, we did science, I'm good, I learned. I'm I, I'm, I learned, I'm done, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to get a job now, Mom. So, yeah, yeah. well, we're praying for, for all of our children, uh, our teachers, administrators, um, and those who help as they start back. Uh, some have started, some are starting back this week. And uh, yes, we don't know what's going to happen, but God does, and that's where our trust uh, comes from. Uh, I do want to say uh, a big thank you to uh, Dr. Mahesh, who was the surgeon for Kathy and uh, the team, uh, and for the, uh, the staff 
in the hospital, the nurses, and then those who uh, work in the hospital as well. I'm, and so, Rich, I'm going to bring you up again. Thank you for being there that I had someone to eat with uh, in the cafeteria because um, it kind of gets kind of lon- lonely there. So thank you for, for that. And to Mike Groff, who found me uh, wandering the halls. Well, I was at Starbucks I, I, in the hospital, but he found me. And Ray, he actually said something that you might like. He comes up and he says, you know, we're praying for Kathy. And if you'd like to get something from Penn State for her, there's a gift shop as you go past. And you know what? It was closed. It was. Uh, If she gets out today, I don't have to go buy it again. So anyway, but I thought that was really sweet. Uh, But I will say this. uh, Excellent, excellent uh, care that Kathy has received. So thank you uh, again for praying. I do want to lift up Georgine. Uh, don't want to forget about her, the pain that she has been in. Hopefully, uh, they'll be able to do uh, some tests, uh, hopefully, soon, if all the doctors can clear it. So, and pray for, for Ray and uh, for that. Any others? Oh, Sharon? Yes, pray for Christine Rupert also. She's in yes. Hershey Rehab now, and... Uh, she says she feels a little bit better uh, every day, but um, she's still in uh, a lot of pain. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I talked to Christine this week, and uh, very slow going, but we'll, we're praying for her and her family. Uh, also, I got to talk to Greg Cashella. Um He had had surgery on his knee. And um, it's a slow process for him, so keep Greg in prayer. Uh, Jeff, in the back. Uh, Quick praise. Um, Rebecca survived her first week of college, so continue to pray for her and pray for mom and dad as we still are trying to adjust to her absence. Yeah, yeah, for for those going to experience, you know, that first time. But we're glad that she had a good first week of, of college. So any other Prayer concerns or praises am I missing? Gary Wilhide. Gary Wilhide uh, I got to talk to him, and he's slow, uh, slowly uh, coming along. Um, and it's amazing that the people I talked to this week, I, I talked to Lord Kreiser and, and Connie Don and Gary, and all of them first said, how's Kathy? Before I could ask what's, you know, and, and it goes back to th- what Selma said, what an incredible church family that we we care about one another and so it it is very awesome so with that let us go uh, to the lord in prayer gracious lord we have to just praise you that's why we're here in worship is to praise you but not just now but every day the the constant blessings that you give us just knowing that we are safe, that our souls are safe. Yes, our bodies grow old and, and we get new ailments, but you are good, and we know that you have watched over us. Lord, we know that you have made a place for us in heaven, and that gives us comfort and hope 
in a very dark world. So Lord, the, the pain that's going on around this world today, we pray for the Christians who are being persecuted worldwide and those that remain in Afghanistan, Lord, we pray for rescue for those who are trapped. We pray for our men and women who serve in the military. Lord, we lift them up before you and their families. Lord, we pray for those who are in the wake of a hurricane. Lord, watch over them. And Lord, watch over our members, each one of them that is going through hurt, emotions, Lord, we pray for our teachers and students. We pray for our first responders. We pray for our nurses and doctors. Lord, we pray for those who who are getting ready to say goodbye to someone that they love. Lord, we grant them peace. For those in recovery, we pray for healing continually. For the challenges that some of our members are going through, our shut-ins, Lord, we lift them up. We pray for understanding and wisdom and guidance. So, Lord, hear our hearts. Hear those things that we have prayed for. Lord, hear that we are praising you for the good things. Lord, help us on this day to worship you and to do this each and every day that we include you in our lives. So, Lord, guide us this day. Lord, hear our prayers. And we pray this in Christ's most holy name. Amen.
Scripture today is from the book of Jude. But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ predicted. They told you that in the last times there would be scoffers whose purpose in life is to satisfy their ungodly desires. These people are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's spirit in them. But you, dear friends, must build up on each other in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourselves safe in God's love. And you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to others still. To mercy. Show mercy to still others. And do so with great cautions, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. May God add his blessings to this reading. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, guide my words and open our hearts to your words, your scripture. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So we never really do a sermon series on Jude, but this this time during the break of doing certain things, um, I thought Jude would be a good um, thing to look at, a good book to look at. And if you've never read Jude, it's a very easy read. It's one page. And I encourage people who want to start the Bible and say, I need to read something, and, I, and to just get them started, I'm like, read Philemon, read Jude, and now you've read a book. And that gets them encouraged to read more because this is what... Jude actually makes you want to look more at the Gospels. So when we look at Jude, we, I think historians believe that he was a brother of Jesus, a half-brother of Jesus. And yet, when he identifies himself, he only says that he's a brother of, of James, but he calls himself a servant to Christ. So Jude is already knowing that, okay, I did not follow you in your ministry while you were alive, but after the resurrection, he did. He believed, and so did his other brothers. 
And so now he's writing, we think, to the Masonic Jews, the Messianic Jews, those Jews who believe Jesus as the Messiah. So they're, they're, um, they needed to hear these words because they were false teachers coming in. False teachers who were trying to cause divisions in the faith. One of the things that they were doing was they were basically saying, because you're saved now, you can do whatever you like. Basically, the idea that since we've already been forgiven by Christ through Jesus' death, I can do whatever. They play what's called the grace card, and we've talked about this several times, the trait the truth and grace, the truth of Christ, the truth of Christ, and the grace of Christ. You have to have the truth of what God says, but also have the grace. You cannot go from one to the other. You have to have both together. So, Jesus, so Jude is warning Jesus, the followers of Jesus, to keep away from such, of the, such teachings like this. Because what happens is it starts to get in. And you start to, in, in the church, we, we use a word called apostasy. Apostasy is when you're turning from the word of God to something else. We have, in, in the Wesleyan faith, in our faith, we have this word of apostasy that you could lose your salvation and it's not because we say that you've lost your salvation. What we've actually said is that if you decide to turn 180 degrees away from God, you have a chance of losing your salvation. If you have said, I no longer believe, then you're under the judgment of God, which we all are. But Judah's warning that if you continue down this path, you're going to start believing certain things, and then what will happen? Jude, actually, in his story, is warning um, the Jews, just look at the Scriptures. One of the stories he says, remember when God delivered the, the Israelites from Egypt? All of them were saved, but there were some who were destroyed because eventually they turned from God. This is why they, want, they went 40 years in the desert. So as we are looking at Jude, he's, he's trying to make sure that if you're going to stand up for God, you have to contend for the faith basically says, defend our faith. And understand that in all this timing, God's going to bring judgment on those who fail to repent. What we do is that we tell people of what God, who God is. We try to um, take care of those who are struggling, but not fall into their same trap. And be careful so that we don't become a heresy hunter, but a heresy healer. 
So one of the um, uh, writers, Josh Kelly, uh, in one of the articles in Christianity Today, put it this way. Imagine a sharp young doctor walking to a refugee camp. He sees an old man half-naked, shivering and struggling to keep warm under just a small little blanket. And the doctor looks closely at the blanket and sees that it's filthy, probably disease-ridden. And so in in horror, the doctor rips the blanket off the old man and says, don't you know that this blanket will make you sick? And then he walks off saying, my job is done here. But he hasn't done anything for the old man. Can we blame the old man for picking up the blanket as soon as the doctor walks away? So the verses I'm talking about today is how we deal with those that go against what we've been teaching about. Yes, we do have rules in this church. We do have things that uh, we, we talk to people about. But we're trying to bring them along. We have to heal them through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it shouldn't be a surprise that there's division. Um, If we look around in America right now, there's great division. And I believe that Satan is having a field day with this. There are divisions in churches. There are divisions in this government. There are divisions in the world. And I know that there are people who have been saying, well, Christ is coming, and and that's true. I do know that Christ is coming. I believe that. The thing is, I don't know when he's coming, so we have to be ready. But there are others who, how many times, let me just ask this, how many times have you heard Jesus is coming and he hasn't come? They give a certain date. So in, in 1980, I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, okay. Um, I know. Either, either you're saying, wow, he's really old, or wow, he looks old for his age. Anyway. Um, but I remember they had someone come in and talk to the youth, and, and he said, Jesus is coming May 1982. And I was like, well, that's when graduation is as a senior. So why am I going to study if Jesus is coming? And Guess what? He was wrong. How many times since then we have heard over and over again, Christ is coming, and here's the date. We heard it in, 20, in 2000. We heard it in uh, 2012. We heard it in 2020. Uh, we were, actually, I've never seen us pray for God to come back more than 2020. Um, but even now, We have to be ready, and in order to do that, we have to embrace the teaching and the life of Christ in in the areas of everyday life all around us. Our hope can only be found in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, dying for our sin and and God raising him That's how, that is where our foundation belongs. Tim Keller once said when he was preaching the gospel, 
that he says even the angels never get tired of looking into the gospel. There's no me, this means that there's no end to gospel reading, discovering. I mean, just think that in all of this, in all of the gospels, you start to see how it changes us. That becomes our source and our identity, our security. And every time that we study in Bible studies, there's always something else I find. There's always another question that I didn't look at Scripture the same way. So it's constantly revealing um, things to me and to you. But we can't apply it if we don't actually know what it says. So I have three things that Jude is actually wanting us to do. Could you, uh, next slide. So how, how are we going to do this? How are we going to live a life with everything going on, with false teachers coming in, with the divisions that are going on, with all the stress that we have? Jude actually has this answer. He directs believers to give themselves into prayer. He says to them, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. How often do we include the Holy Spirit in our prayers? The Holy Spirit is praying for us right now. Do we ever turn to the Holy Spirit asking for his direction? Because it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit that we will know God's direction. Secondly, Jude says that we have to build our lives on the foundation of the gospel as we await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means that we have to stay alert. We don't know when Christ is coming, and we certainly don't know when our time is up. I think about in this, I, I think about how quickly things can end. The 13 soldiers that died. There was one picture of the uh, female Marine. Um, I think Nicole was her first name. And there were pictures of her holding a child, giving comfort. She was doing God's work. And then suddenly gone. And it breaks our heart, but at the same time, we have to be ready for when God, God calls us home. This week, as Kathy was getting, um, on Sunday afternoon, we were traveling and we started talking about end of life because she's having heart surgery. And we knew then that God was good. We didn't know what the outcome of the surgery was, but we knew, I knew her faith, and she knew mine. And it was good. We could both face this surgery that she was going through because the Holy Spirit gave us a sense of calm and of peace. 
Third, Jude asked the followers to keep themselves safe in God's love. The reason why we can keep safe in God's love is because he loved us first. We have to continually say, whatever's going on in your life, God loves me. God loves me. And I love God. It's not just um, that you're saying it to make your day. You have to truly believe it because you are loved. Some time ago, I was talking to someone, and, and they were like, I just don't, I don't feel good. I don't like things. I don't like myself. And I said, God loves you. And she said, I, I, I really want to believe that. And I'm like, Christ died for you. Christ died for me. We should be dancing in the streets that we have eternal life. How many of you truly believe that your sins are forgiven. They're gone. Then why do we keep bringing it back up? They're gone. Now, some of the things that we can look back in the past, we learn from, but we don't stay there. We stay here in the now, in the present. So, Juke concludes all of his Uh, his letter by just praising Jesus and giving him glory and reminding us that's what we're here for, to, to praise God, to live for him. So in Judy's lesson today, Sunday school lesson, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, I had to put it down for we live by faith, not by sight. Amen? Let's pray. Gracious Lord, the struggles that go on in our world tears us apart. We look at things on the news and we react and we we struggle. But at the end of the day, when we're calm, at the end of the day, when we look at Scripture, at the end of the day, when we seek out the Holy Spirit, we know that we are loved and we are well loved. So, Lord, we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit that you will continue to guide us, that we await Jesus' return, and that you will keep us safe in your love. Hear our prayer, O Lord. Amen.
for just a moment. Um, you know, one of the great things that God does is that Judy and I, I knew that this song was coming, but I, I hadn't really prepared this lesson yet. And then to focus on the love. How marvelous and how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Amen? Amen. May God go with you now through the power of Jesus Christ. God our Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit, and all of God's people said, Amen.